Hey, it's Paul Purnell here from the RPG Empire. So I have a couple of quick announcements, really quick, hopefully. Uh, first of all, we absolutely adore you. We think you are amazing, and we really are so thankful that you listen to our podcast and that you're a part of our community. And that said, we want to invite you to our uh, Discord server where you can communicate with us. You can ask questions about the stories. You can submit your own fan art and we can all go like, oh my God, I can't believe they made it look so cool or whatever we say. And then also uh, you can, you know, ask questions about running games and how that all works. So definitely hop on over there and join the community more uh, actively. We would love to have you. Um, also, the best thing you can do to support the RPG Empire, besides sending us fat stacks of cash, which we'll always accept, you know, envelopes, you can just address it right to me, um, <laughs> is uh, if you tell a friend. So 100% the best way for a podcast to grow is for people to hear about it from people they trust like you. So I know you have at least one friend. And tomorrow, I want you to go and tell them about this podcast that you're listening to right now that you love so that we can continue to grow and uh, and just really grow as a community. So that's your mission. Uh, and the final last thing to, to just request and say is if you want to support the RPG Empire with actual dollars, the best way you can do that right now is to buy our book, The Dust World RPG PBTA Quick Start Guide. It's five bucks. It's in our uh, shop on therpgempire.com. It's a super light read. It's 30 pages of fantastic layout, great art, and it teaches you everything you need to know to play a Powered by the Apocalypse game if you've never done that. Uh, maybe not everything you know. It It's brief. It's a quick start guide. But uh, it also comes with the playbooks and all the reference sheets. So we would love for you to do that and then hop in the Discord and tell us what, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. We're going to continue to uh, work on that until it's completely done. It should be around 300 pages, include a bunch of awesome manga art because we're really inspired by manga and anime. And uh, that's about it. So uh, those three things, again, were join the Discord to tell a friend, or buy the Dust World book, or do all three. We really appreciate that you listen to the podcast and that you're part of our community, and we can't wait to talk to you more in the Discord. So with all of that said, I'm going to let you get back to the show. Have a good day. Previously on Strangers in the Pines. You see police officers start to move towards you, and your dad looks at you. It has the very, like, immediate, disappointed dad look. You just don't understand. They... They, they do something to me when they're around me. I wouldn't hang out with uncool kids like that. You know that. And then... And, like and, and as, as you kind of pass and start doing that, he just, like, raises a singular finger, and he's just... You can't tell if he's angry or upset or just... He's, you can just tell he is trying to hold himself together very calmly and, looks at, and just looks at him and goes, Chad, get the ambulance right now. Alright, uh, can you confirm that you are Chadwick Woodmore the Seventh? Chad doesn't say a thing, he just stares at him. <laughs> well, uh, this isn't encouraging. If you cannot confirm, then we will have to keep you here. Chad just smiles. Alrighty, um, well, you will be issued a, um, if you, you, you will be detained Can I get your name, can I get your name, Mr., um, I'm not allowed to tell you that, unfortunately. 
Well, this is so strange. My arm. Oh, wow. Oh, boy. I, I, well, it's a good thing I don't play sports, eh? And as she leaves, I'm thinking my head. What on earth have the Woodmores done to those bugs? I'm going to hurt somebody. I'm Isaac, the Deep Move Strangers in the Pines, an actual play roleplay podcast using Monster of the Week rules, inspired by things like Gravity Falls, Stranger Things, and Twin Peaks. Let's begin. Hey, there's a town called Pine Forge. You heard of it? Yeah, it's nestled in the heart of the Blackwood National Park in Northeast Oregon. <laughs> the town seems small and quaint at first. But if you know what to look for, and you look hard enough, you realize something strange is brewing under the surface and in the pines that surround the town. This story follows four unusual high school students that we marked as they try to unravel the mysteries of the strangers in the pines. Danny, Last thing you remember is you were in your quiet little geometric woods. You saw the pool of lava. And then now you're looking up at... You've seen him around at, like, parades and things. It's Sheriff Stone. He's, he's kind of like the face of the sheriff's department here in, in Pine Forge as your, uh, your mom kind of sits next to you. So I'm going to go ahead and establish that... Uh, um really Danny coming to in this moment is, is the first uh, moment that he's had where he actually understand, you know, understands what's happening um, or, or rather doesn't understand what's happening because he's just been in that quiet place for, you know, for, for a while. So uh, as he comes out of it, he uh, will say, Sheriff, Sheriff Stone, where am I? And, and, and as he looks around the room, he sees his mom and he, and he, he says, Mother, where am I? It's cold. It's cold. It's cold in here. Why is it so cold? I, I, I'm, you're just in, don't worry, Danny. Um, Danny, it's okay. Uh, this is Sheriff Stone, you guys were. Do you remember what happened at the quarry? The quarry, I remember Sheriff Stone at the parade. He, he threw out a, a bunch of candy and I and I got some of it and you let me have some and it was Smarties and I don't like Smarties that much but they were okay. That's that's yeah. Um, this is Sheriff Stone. Do you, do you remember being at the quarry uh, earlier tonight? The quarry, the Woodmore quarry, the new one. I remember. I remember something happening with Dottie and something happening with Lucas. I'm sorry. I'm not being very helpful right now. So I should probably just go to sleep. Maybe just a few questions, just a few questions and we can go home We can sleep. Don't worry. Um, but Dottie and you, Dottie and Lucas, 
you guys were at the quarry. There were some miners. They're okay. Everyone's okay. You're not in trouble. I remember my head hurting really, really bad. Okay. Um, and Sheriff Stone kind of looks at you and looks at your mom and goes, It's all right, ma'am. Um, well, son, you guys, you did, you're okay. You guys did a good job. Um, when you're feeling better, if you, if you, if you think you could, you want to hang out and, and talk for a little bit, um, I'd be happy to, to have a few questions for you whenever you, you're feeling a little more up for it. Well, I, I don't know how much more I will remember, so if you want to ask your questions now, I can tell you whether or not I can answer them. Well, um, did you, uh, did you, you're with, um, Chad and Lucas and Dottie down at the quarry. Oh, Chad, I just remember Chad being there. Chad's not a very nice person, but he did drive that forklift. I do remember that. You guys, yep, you guys drove the forklift down. You got the people out of the out of the the camp a little bit. You guys went down to the quarry. You got those those miners out. So, uh, uh real quick, Isaac, uh um what does Sheriff Stone have with him on him like like what I just need to know what Sheriff Stone has going on with his personal space. Um, he's right now he's simply wearing his uniform, uh, his badge, and kind of like a a kind of like that a sheriff's kind of brown uh, brown coat. Um, he has his hat as at his side, but you looking around, he's not like wearing his his like u- utility belt um, okay. right now because he's he's you know. Does, does he have does he have like pen and paper? Uh he has a pen in his jacket, but you don't see any paper on him. Okay, so he's not like taking notes? No. No, he's not. Okay. So I think as uh uh he is describing the situation that went down that he's, you know, heard I guess from the other stories, um uh it's stressing Danny out enough to the point where Danny inadvertently jinxes and I'll roll. I mean, is that okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'll, I'll roll and then uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. I have an idea of what might happen. A nine. What I'd like to do is uh, just interfere with what a uh, monster menu or bystander is trying to do. I'll assume that the uh, sheriff is a bystander. Um, I think that uh, as, as uh, the sheriff is sitting there describing the situation and, it's fairly accurate. Um, it's stressing Danny out to the point where Danny focuses on his pen. And for some reason, he's just staring at his pen. And uh, the pen bursts in his pocket and ink just starts dripping everywhere. So, son of a gun. Um, Alright, uh, he kind of like grabs the pen and like he's like pulls it out of his jacket, but it's too late. There's this big black stain on his jacket. And it's dripping in his hand. He's like... Ugh. Um, all right, Danny. Uh, you know he's pretty good at he's pretty good at reading people, and so he just kind of like raised hand. You know, all right, Danny. Um, we're gonna let you go home. You guys did did good. Um, it's all for now. So, I'm sorry about your your uniform. No, that it's ink not. Probably won't come out. You'll probably need a new one. 
It's all right. We have we have spares, but thank you for your concern. Uh, Ma'am, Josh, and he kind of like waves you all out, and you guys are you and your mom are escorted out of the police station, um, and your mom takes you home. Uh, she stops. She stops at uh, Duck Duck Juice on the way home to get you juice because she knows you love juice. I think I think he would. As as soon as uh, as soon as uh, uh, they pull up, he would say um, to his mom, uh, "Mother, do I have to go inside?" Uh, no, uh, no. Uh, what would you like? I can. I, I'll. It's okay. I can go in and get it. I would like the orange and banana smoothie, but without the the banana. I don't like the banana. I just I I just want the orange. And the and the ice and whatever else they put in there. That is, that, that's my favorite thing at Duck Duck Juice. But I don't like the I don't like the duck. Uh, Danny, as you kind of like you're sitting in the car, you look through the window in the glass and you just see Juicy the Juice Duck in the in the window. With that, give him a, give you a big old thumbs up with this patched wing. Oh, jinx! Inadvertent <laughs> jinx! Inadvertent <laughs> jinx all the way there. And it's going to be the worst that I can possibly do with it. Uh, let's see here. I it's know a jinx eight. you can you can give someone a disease. Oh yeah, oh, well gosh. it's an it's an eight, so I got to hold one, and uh, uh, I inflict one harm on the target due to an accident. Uh, you watch as your mom walks in, um, and uh, she goes so like she starts to talk, and he already just like he like just gives her that thumbs up, does it? And you watch as as he's making his smoothie. You're, you see as his wing gets caught in the blender <laughs> and it you see you see him your mom go and like get very shocked and surprised and he kind of like goes and you see him mime a few things she like looks still startled but comes down walks back into the walks into the back comes back a moment later with another patch on the wing and finishes up the smoothie <laughs> or the juice um so she comes out and brings you the um the new drink <laughs> um and sits there and she goes uh here you go danny thank you mother and and i think he's just kind of sitting in the passenger seat of the car shoulders tensed he's got the drink and he's he's sipping it but he's he's just you know he's looking down at the floorboards he's just he's not comfortable with really any anything that just went on police station duck duck juice he wants the day to be over with so, she she pulls out a ductic juice and starts driving back, and it's late, and the last of the the kind of like summer crickets are are going. She rolls the window down, turns on your um, turns on Pine Forge Public Radio, um, or Pine Forge Community Radio, and you hear this is Murdoch Fox coming to you live in the PM. Danny's Danny's body language immediately relaxes. His shoulders kind of <laughs> relax. This favorite show? Yeah. Well, dear listeners, it has been one heck of a day. We all, as we well know, there we had the the incident and that the the one more the one more quarry. The new one. Don't worry, folks. 
You can still get that tile at that low, low price. But, actually, and surprising, and some of the most exciting local news we've had in quite a while, uh, have some, some kids to thank for, uh, for actually, um, getting some of our local miners out. So, for all you cool kids out there, will you know that Pine Forge says thank you? And, this song goes out to you. And it's kind of like low, um, low jazz. It's like a, kind of like a, a jazz piece, but it, it's more like a, a more modern jazz piece starts to play. And it's slowly, you. it's one of those things, I feel like Danny likes jazz because it is... It is all organized sound, but it is a little more, it has a little more to it than that. So, and he's kind of listening to this song as you guys are driving down, down the road. And your mom looks at you. Danny? I'm proud of you. And I, I really am. You know. What, what for, mother? Well... I know you, you you probably don't want to think about it right now, um, but you you did a lot of good. You saved a lot of people, and you know I'll always be here for you, right? I hope so. And and it's it's nice to to be here, but it's also nice to you're growing, Danny. You're getting bigger and smarter, and it's. It's nice. It's, it's nice to see sometimes. You're, you know, you'll always be my little guy, but but I'm not little little anymore. But I I understand what you mean. But yeah, you know, I was I was I was real, I was scared, but when I you did a really good thing, and I just want you to know that. I'll always worry for you, but I am I am proud of you. I don't want you to see this as you did anything wrong. Thank you, mother. Alright. Well let's get let's get you home and get you you settled in. But she kinda drives you down the road and you get home and get Can I have a grill a grilled cheese? Can I have a grilled cheese and tomato sure. soup? Sure. Um she she takes her time and she makes that mom style grilled cheese and pulls out Campbell's tomato tomato soup and she adds a few things to it to make it better make it her own soup and so she sits down and kind of opens opens the window and turns the radio on in the kitchen you guys have a small older television but you guys don't really use it that much and so as she kind of um, turns it on opens the bat opens the back door you guys have a small little patio out there just kind of lets Let's that night air come in with the the sound of the 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 um, the river passing by and the crickets and a low 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 breeze that's a little bit cooler. This fall is starting to come in a little bit, kind of drift by as um, you listen to to, to Murdoch Fox and um, at the midnight playing his his midnight hour pieces. And um, after that, she she gets you settled in and gets you ready for bed. Uh, Lucas, uh, you get, you get up the next morning and, uh, you're woken up by your mom. Uh, what, what is it, mom? We're going to, 
Sunday or something? We're going to school. go see Dottie. Oh. What, we're going to go see go see Dottie. Okay. okay. Uh, have you seen Biggs? Uh, it's... I think, I think I saw him last night. Oh. Did he look okay? Yeah. Did you did you see him? Did he was something wrong with Biggs? No, I I didn't see him since we were at the quarry. Biggs was at the quarry. The yeah, my cat Biggs. Yeah, yes, Biggs. I know. Yeah, yeah, he was there. I don't know. I got this weird feeling. You remember when he disappeared for like a week? I was just a, I was just a little worried. That's all. All right. Well, uh, if you want, we can take some time and, and look around for him once once we get back. Okay. Um. All right. I'm going to let you get dressed. I'm I'm going to make some breakfast, and ooh, then we're going to head over. Uh, sure. We have time for waffles. The the good ones though, not the ego waffles. The ones you make on the waffle maker. Fine. You deserve it. Okay, um, I'm gonna get dressed real quick, and while you're making waffles, I'll look around for Biggs and see if he's anywhere around the house. Uh, so you get dressed, and you're starting walking around the house. And... Biggs! You dumb cat! As you're walking cat. around the house, you see what appears to be the back of, like, a suit jacket, but it's torn and scuffed. And, and it it's only for a second as it, as it moves around the side of your house. You're kind of on the, on, like... Out the back door of your house and on the side of your of your house walking towards the front. You see Dude, just I haul that, ass. That. You haul ass? I haul ass. Do you want me to All roll right. something or Um No. So you haul ass and you come around and nothing's there. Okay, roll me uh, roll me a weird check. Okay. I got a seven. Um Is uh, all of a sudden, your entire body starts to throb. Hey guys, my name is Paul Purnell, and I am the creative director of the RPG Empire. And I just wanted to take a minute to tell you kind of what's going on with us and give you a sense of who we are and how you can connect with us. You can check us out on therpgempire.com, which will take you to our Patreon. I don't need to say a lot about that. Everyone knows what Patreon is. You can learn more about other shows that we're producing on there. You can see the things that we're giving away for free. But I also want to just say, if you love this story as much as we love telling it, please leave us a review and share it. Sharing is 100% the best way to help this podcast. I would love for you to join the Patreon, but if nothing else, if you just share it, that would be amazing. So I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening and being a part of this. And we hope you join the Empire and definitely reach out to us through Instagram and Patreon, the RPG Empire, it's, it's everywhere. everywhere. Now back to the show. And you oh. fall to your knees, and you you grab your head um, as basically your vision sort of like flashes in and out between like your natural and that kind of like predator vision. And then all of it, you just kind of see um, for a split second this kind of silhouette of this large gangly figure you can't um just there and then it, it's it's gone and, and you go back to normal your head stops throbbing and so it was you're... there it was just invisible you're not sure all you know is that when you were in that sort of predator vision you could 
you saw like the shadow of like a very gang like oh he almost he, he looked very tall but very thin it was and, and all the proportions seemed a little bit too long oh weird okay uh oh 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 god oh what what the hell uh, I definitely, like, reach around and grab, like, a big piece of wood or something that's on the ground. Just to, like, even though I know I'm kind of invincible. But <laughs> he doesn't really think that way. He's just like, I'm a kid. And he picks up, like, you know, a baseball bat or, like, a piece of wood. Yep. Looking around, he's like, Mom! Mom? Uh, she sticks her head out the, the back door. Uh, yes? What's it, what is it? It's, uh, is there any, like, weird guys that have come by recently? No. Uh, okay. Uh, you okay? Want Lucas, to... are, are you okay? You're, you've, you've been acting a little weird. I don't, I don't know, Mom. I, I think so. We'll say 50-50. I don't know. I live in the weird, middle of a weird-ass forest, so, you know. You know I don't like forests that much. I, I know it, it, it's taken some time, but we will... You'll, it'll get better. You're making friends, apparently. Yeah, I, that's true, sorta. And <laughs> well, um, I mean, you're definitely you're definitely going to be a little more known around town now. <laughs> yeah, that's hopefully for the better. <laughs> um, I want to try. Can I investigate a location? Yes. Use our new investigation move. Uh, so we have a couple of uh, of custom moves that um, that Robert from the Keepers Fellowship wrote up, and they are a little more specific. Uh, so investigate a location, investigate or examine a victim, and investigate a creature. Um, so I'm going to be trying the investigate a location move. Uh, it's still plus sharp. They're just kind of more specific. Okay, so I got a nine, and on a nine, you hold one. Uh, it expires at the end of this scene. The questions are, what is being concealed here? What happened here? What was missed by blank? Does anything here point to another person or another location? Where did it go from here? Or what sort of creature could this be? Yeah, I'll go with what happened here. Um, You see, so what happened here is, as you're kind of investigating, you just find this very, very, just a single, singular little droplet on and a leaf of this sort of black ferro-fluid-like ooze, which uh, you're looking and it's like the leaf is, the reason it took you so long is you watch as this leaf kind of crumples around it like a tin can, and then it, um... It's strange because this leaf crumples around it, and then a few more leaves kind of crumple around it, and then it's kind of like almost looks like this this flower where these leaves have crumpled around this, well, where at least the the black dot used to be, and kind of pushing through that, you see that the dot is no longer there, but see that these leaves are linked by little tendrils of of different plant matter that it all pulled them together. Oh, weird. Can I? I want to just like uh, grab like a can, like I guess I'm imagining we're at like the side of the house where there's like the recycles or something, and I'll grab like a can and try and scoop that thing into it. So, 
Um, you like use a can and you kind of try and scoop it into it. Um, it's just leaves, so they just kind of like crack and break. Okay, so there's no none of this black stuff left that I. No, can no, no. You kind of like open up where the first leaf that kind of crumpled around it was, and there's nothing in there. It is, you know, it's not there anymore. Okay, I'll save the leaves just in case and just crinkle the top of the can. Like, I imagine he just, like, goes and, like, cr crushes it so that it's sealed, just in case. All right. Yeah, no, that makes, um, so, yeah, you get a, you save the leaves and you kind of set them aside on, a, on, like, your porch to look at them more later. Um, and that's when your, your no, mom... No, not called. on my porch. I definitely put it somewhere, like, safer. Okay, like, you take I don't know, inside. maybe, like, in, in a in like a garage like cabinet that has a lock or something that's like you know my mom's not going to stumble across it just in case it's you know weird alien matter or something okay you go into your garage and basically there's this like back cabinet where your 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 great uncle used to keep like spray paints and you guys haven't really taken time to clean up the garage yet and you kind of like move some spray paints and kind of stick the leaves behind it with this little wall of spray paint in front of it so, Perfect. unless they really go searching for it, no one's going to find it. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, so then uh, we eat real fast and then head to Dottie. So, yeah, you guys eat and start heading towards Dottie. Um, next, we are going to cut to Chad. Chad, you have spent a long, cold night on a very hard metallic cot. Yeah, Chad's probably just laying there with his eyes closed, humming to himself. So you watch as Sheriff Stone walks in and kind of like bangs on the bars real loud. Ah, Sheriff Stone, Sheriff Stone, what time is it? It's it's really hard to keep track of time when you're, when you're on the inside. It's uh, 7 a.m., Chadwick. Time to do vitals. Yeah, so, so how many more hours I got to the 24 or up? Or are you all planning on charging me with something? I don't know, uh, you know, saving lives, being abducted uh, by weird kids. I don't know. Actually, uh, thanks to um, nice uh, Woodmore Industries and uh, Mr. Barry Mathers, we've got you on an indefinite hold. Oh, really? Yeah, apparently you uh, need some collaboration, so unfortunately, I'm here and he slides you like, um, kind of like this this almost like cafeteria, like really, really terrible lunch cafeteria food breakfast that has like powdered eggs that are, have like crunchy bits of, of egg in it, um, some really like, like a sausage patty, which has somehow has no flavor doesn't taste anything like meat well obviously chad wouldn't touch that with a 10-foot pole no matter how hungry he is uh sheriff stone uh, i don't suppose i get a phone call would i uh no no you do not well see you only get a phone call if you're being held for criminal charges now this is a civil case held by uh woodmore industry so they're keeping you here on indefinite, uh, leave until you're, uh, well, debating on whether or not they want to charge you. So, uh, Chad will just shut down, 
put his arms behind his head and lay back on the uh, on the hard surface and close his eyes. All right. Well, if you're just gonna lay there, I mean, nothing we can really do. Um, your father said he'd be by this afternoon. Chad doesn't respond to him at all. All right. Well. Good luck, and he kind of walks out of the room. Um, next, we're going to cut to Danny. Uh, Danny, you have uh, been woken up by your mom. You guys got dressed. She made you breakfast, and you guys are in the hospital, and you see Lucas walking with what you, who you can assume is his mom, and they kind of nod to each other and go, Good morning, Mrs. Santiago. Oh, good morning. Good morning. It is uh, good, good to see you again. Um, I, hi, look? Lucas. Hey, Danny. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing much better. My head feels better. How's Dottie? Oh. I guess I'll I find don't... out soon enough. Yeah, I don't know. We just got here. I guess we walk in. Yeah, so they lead you down the hall, and, and, and you guys... Um, they're, uh, Dottie, this is cutting into... You have woken up. You've probably been... Uh, your mom has just left, and you see, um, chat, uh, you see, um, uh, Danny, Lucas, and who you can assume are their respective mothers, uh, walking into your, uh, hospital room. Um, I smile kind of pleasantly. Don't really say anything. Um, Lucas, is, Lucas, your mom looks kind of miffed, and she kind of, like, heads off, um, and, um, Danny, your mom just kind of, like, gives you a reassuring squeeze. Um, I'm gonna let you guys talk, uh, I'll be just outside if you need me, sweetheart. And she kind of, like, gives you a pat on the head and, and goes to step outside. And, and Danny, Danny steps up to, to Dottie and, and, uh, says, uh, my mother said that I should bring you flowers, but I, I told her that you wouldn't particularly care for flowers, so we stopped, and I got you these postcards instead of various architecture and and interesting things about the town. Here you are. I hope that you enjoy looking at them. Thank you, Danny. I'm going to kill Shad Woodmore the Seventh. You probably shouldn't <laughs> do that, because that's going to get you in trouble, and maybe even us in trouble Danny? as well. Danny, not not now. He's there is something going on, and like my expression is completely different now that the adults are in the room. I look like my brow is furrowed and my jaw is set, my teeth are gritting. It's like there is something going on in this town that we, the average citizen, has not been alerted to, and. Something has been done to these poor burrowers, and they—they're—they're just—there is something evil going on here, and I know that the Woodmores are behind it, and especially Shad. I—I I don't trust him anymore. Wait, hold on. So you think Chad somehow messed with giant bugs and then fell down a giant bug hole? and then went inside of a mine and saved a bunch of people from giant bugs because he wanted to hurt giant bugs? 
Yeah, also, didn't he, like, didn't he, like, treat your arm when it was melting off and stuff? I, I guess he did. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't know anything. I just, but there's definitely, I mean, uh, don't you let's find think it about just this. a little Chad bit? Chad probably find it doesn't just a know any much. I mean, right? Fine, I'll just hurt his father, but that's uh, harder to do. Maybe, so, maybe it would be better if we don't hurt anyone. Danny, and shut up. Somebody's going to get hurt. You're just going to have to deal with it. That's the future. And, and maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe it would be better. Maybe it would be better if instead it seems like Chad might be able to help us because Chad can get into a lot of areas that we can't. And you, you really shouldn't, you really shouldn't talk about killing Chad. That that's not a good thing to do. It's Dottie. a euphemism. It's, it's okay. It's okay. She's not going to kill Chad. It's man. a euphemism. And I am not in the mood. Danny, I like you. You're fine. You're a great person. I am not in the mood to explain myself to you right now. My freaking hurts like somebody has pounded it into hamburger meat. It feels like somebody just took a pail of lava and just threw it on my arm and then laughed at me. And boy, is it not fun. And you know what the worst part? You know what the worst part is, Lucas? What? I can take it because I'm a human. And we humans are supposed to be, you know, in charge of things and guardians of things. But that poor bug doesn't deserve it. That poor bug doesn't deserve to have its arm burned off by whatever the Woodmores are doing. Okay, um, can I point out the elephant in the room? You are... You somehow stole the... Like... The ouchie from the bug. Sorry, I can't think of a better way to say this. Like, whatever hell the hell the happened to that bug suddenly came burn. onto you. Something weird, not to mention you can go through trees. Like, something the weird, some sort of weird crap is going on. And he kind of, like, puts his finger up to, like, shush. And he looks out the window and he looks around. And uh, and he kind of, like, gets them to lean closer to them. And, uh, and he's like, there was a weird guy at my house. Like, I only saw him for a second, but he was, like, extra tall and really skinny and, like, he had like a, uh, was it, I think it was like a suit jacket, but it was like tore up. Like he was wearing like old clothes or something. Super creepy. And then he was just gone. And Is so, there a way I can roll, uh, investigate a mystery? Oh, um, what I'm describing? Yeah. Like, do would I recognize this? Yeah. Roll investigate a mystery. Oof. Well, I'll, I'll help out. Thank you. I'll help out by, uh, um, so I think that I, there'd be a telepathy, you know, I'd, I'd use telepathy to, um, you know, <laughs> like read people's thoughts, put, put words in their mind, kind of collectively, like the two of us trying, you know, like, I'm sure I, in my mind, I'm, I'm seeing like two uh, incorporeal versions of each other, uh, uh, kind of bumping into each other and acting like siblings but eventually uh, uh, steering each other towards, you know, uh, uh, the correct memory or something like that. So, okay, seven. Okay, for a seven help out, you uh, expose yourself to danger, but you grant a plus one. Okay, then I get to seven, so I will succeed-ish. What sort of creature is it? So... Who is this? Yeah. So you have thinking back. Um, the only thing that comes to mind is stunning old things. It's something that's on that's continued on that that move from 
uh, sort of the Native American tribes moving on had what got tr in translation comes to um, the the man of rags, and so it's supposed to be the sort of figure of of ill omen that kind of sounds like it's a tall, lanky man that's always seen in like sh shabby black clothing. Is he uh, fairly slender? Not not necessarily. He's He's gangly, but it's more like it's not it's not anything of like he's dressed in a suit. It's more of he looks imagine like a like um it, he's been described as like snake oil merchant looking. He's a tall, thin person with this kind of from what it's described as like a giant grin and this kind of um sickly gray pallor. So, and he's a sign of like ill omen. I think for one of your one of your things is like the great like the mudslides of 1908, the great mudslides of 1908. Uh, he was seen around Pine Forge. You know that reminds me of a, which I am remiss to even mention this because it's stupid. But then life is stupid lately, hasn't it, guys? But there is, like, an old story about a man in rags who showed up during the mudslides back in 1908. Um, of course, you know, a lot of stories get shared back then. Everybody wants to find causality when, you know, causality is, you know, that's Mother Nature. But I don't know. There could be something to it, considering, you know, I currently have a chemical burn. I got through Lamarckian evolution or something from a cockroach, so I don't know. Well, I think that'll teach you to stop touching giant cockroaches. Hopefully. No, I'm glad I did. And don't tell me that I did the wrong thing, Lucas. I did the right thing. I would rather sure. not me than one of these poor things. These things cockroach. are just trying to live. Cockroach. It's not a cockroach. cockroach. It's not a cockroach. I mean, that, that was like, like bigger than the cockroaches we have back in like in San Bernardino, man. That was a big one. Yeah, no, no kidding, Lucas. We we know we're, we're allowed to have things here in Oregon. <laughs> I'm kind of hungover and in pain. So while you guys are arguing about cockroaches and um, whether or not they they're bigger here in San Bernardino, there's a kind of a knock at the door, then a creak as you see a man that you've only seen once before. He is a kind of middle-aged man. He's Got these hair plugs on the side, and just kind of like this scraggly, like it's a goatee, but only in the loosest of definitions. And he looks at you guys, and, and you recognize him. This is Rochester, the scientist. And he goes, I need to speak with you all. Hey there, dear listeners. This is your DM Isaac. If you've enjoyed the show, you should check out the others on the RPG Empire family. Whether you crave the high-stakes adventures of the Wild West, tales of intrigue or magic, or the rough and gritty terrain of a post-apocalyptic world, RBG Empire has it all, with podcasts, playbooks, moves, and all things Monster of the Week and related system. It's the perfect place to find everything you need to enjoy your own mystery, adventure, or tale. So come join us. Be part of the mystery.